Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Hump Day Quickies is heading on the road to Naughty in New Orleans. In this series of bonus episodes, we plan to share with you as many updates as we can throughout the week. We don't know how many episodes we will be able to post, but we hope you enjoy hearing our adventure as we go. And we're back at the Aster. Still. Still. Last <laughs> night. <laughs> last night. Ooh. It's been a ride. It has, and boy, did we finish with a bang. <laughs> Today started with us waking up early after going to bed very late <laughs> and running over to Beth Darling of the Come With Us podcast and also writer of the brand new book, The Five Kinds of Intimacy. Yes. She was hosting a Learn to Talk Dirty seminar. Yep. And Nick and Elizabeth were very interested in going, and we had chatted with Beth throughout the week. She had been part of a handful of things that we were doing, and we were we excited were... that she was the one putting on the class because she had been so sweet to us when we met her. We so. were very happy to support her. Yeah, entertaining class. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned a couple of little things here and there that I think would be fun to try. We we kind of tried them in the back of the room, and I was like, I could see how that that would work. And then Elizabeth walked up to us and I whispered something in her ear and she sounded like I nailed it. So (laughs) (laughs) we left there and headed towards the rodeo bar where Dan and Lacey were hosting the bar takeover. However, as we got to the door, they informed us that the bar didn't open until two and that everybody seemed to be down at the bar two doors down. Until two. So we proceeded to walk towards that. And as we were walking towards that, Dan, Lacey, and Brad strolled up. Yeah. And we hung out and talked outside for a little bit and then said, hey, let's just go inside. Well, and it had kind of started a sprinkling rain outside as well. So So we rolled inside as we walked in and got a drink. We were hanging out dancing. Dan came over and we started talking about the podcaster panel Mm -hmm. and the parade. We had a really good discussion about that. Yeah, bonding over all of our f- new fun experiences. Yes. Lacey came over and she figured out right away what we were talking about and joined the conversation. Dan and Lacey have been keeping up with our list and asked what was left on the list. And I mentioned that you were still one podcaster from a different show, shy of completing your Kiss f- 3 podcasters from different shows goal. Yeah. And she said, how about two? She she said, (laughs) does Dan count? And I said, Dan counts. And she goes, what about me? I said, you both count and we can do both. And she said, okay. We had a fantastic time with them at this bar takeover. They helped knock a handful of things off of our list, which I think was fantastic that they were so welcoming to be a part of that. Yeah. There was a wet t-shirt contest, which I have always and forever been a huge fan of. Oh, you wanted me to do it so bad and I I, I could not. So I just couldn't. I couldn't get myself to do it. Oh, I had every bit of what you would do pictured in my head and, and you would have done none of it, but I, I know. And I'm like, I, what world did you think I was going to be like? No, this was the first time I'd actually seen a wet t-shirt contest live in action. I've seen Mm -hmm. them, you know, on TV and stuff, but this was my actual first one being a part of it. So when they initially came around with the t-shirt, you had somewhat convinced me and I was going to do it. And then as I 
thought about it and I was watching the girls cut up their t-shirts into these tiny little things. I'm like, ah. Also, I got to see some of my competition and I was a little like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so um, I backed good. out. I haven't gotten to see many wet t-shirt contests. As a matter of fact, the last one that I saw was in college. Yeah. Yes, while well, I would have been very excited to see you, and it, it was also fun to watch it. Yeah. Maybe one day you will fulfill that for me. Maybe. Play Champagne was DJing that party. That party. And yeah. they had DJed one of the uh, events in the ballroom as well, and they are phenomenal. Great DJs. Yes. I wish every club had a DJ like that. It yes. was very they, good at hyping yeah. up the crowd, very good at keeping the energy going. It just, it never dies down. It, mm-hmm. it just got better and better. Yes. At one point, Lacey said she was hot and you turned to me and said, (gasps) (laughs) I had literally just thrown away my drink and Lacey heard you go, and I go, damn it. And she goes, what? And I said, on my list was if somebody said they were hot, I would take an ice cube and rub it on their back. And I just threw my cup away. And she turned to a person behind her and said, excuse me, and stuck her hand she in her literally drink and grabbed an ice cube scooped an and ice put cube it in my hand. Somebody's drink. It was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. So I got that check mark today. <laughs> From there, we headed over to the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Now that it was finally open, yeah, got to watch Dan and Lacey hop up on stage and do a couple things there. Yeah. And, and she's so sexy. Yes. What I did forget to mention is while we were at the first bar, mm-hmm. your contact popped out. So I had to run back to the hotel and get you a new contact and bring it back. Yeah. When I arrived, you were talking to a gentleman. <sighs> yes. Well, first of all, so you left me with Nick and Elizabeth at the first bar, but we were wrapping up there and heading over to the rodeo. You said, well, you know, just go over with Nick and Elizabeth over to the rodeo. I'll meet you there. Okay. So we go over. When Elizabeth and I walked into the bar, we noticed that the bar stools were actually horse saddles. Yes, yes, they were. So she said, oh, come sit on this. This will be a great picture. Come sit on the saddle with me. So we both squished ourselves onto this. And Nick sent me that picture. Saddle. <laughs> and yeah. And so we sat on it for a little while, which attracted the attention of another gentleman who came over asking me all sorts of questions about if we rode horses. And I said, I don't ride horses, but I ride a lot of other things. Yes, you do. And that was uh, probably the line that kept him around for a little while. (laughs) And when I arrived, he was very smitten by you. Yes, he was. And I handed you your contact and you said, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom and put this in. Yeah. He and I talked for a minute or two and he said, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I said, well, if you run into Nessa when you get by the bathroom, ask her if she has anything on her checklist that you could help her with. Oh, you told him that? I sure did. He did not say that. I didn't know he, oh, well now, well, had I have known that, it would have been a different scenario. Tell me what happened. The restrooms were on complete opposite sides of each other, parallel doors to each other. The women's bathroom door was propped open, so you could... You know, if you looked in, you could see the sinks and then off to the other side were the stalls. I was at the sink finishing up putting my contact in. And then uh, you. I also asked you to bring me a hair tie because I was sweating so profusely. It was 
from all the dancing and my hair was down and it was hot. So anyways, I was, I had just finished. I'm like putting my hair in a ponytail as he rounds the corner and he makes no qualms about making it very obvious that he is looking right at me. He goes, damn girl. He's like, you look so good. You know, I had a little crop top on and so my arms were up. So, you know, like you could see all of my under boob and all that. So he walked right into the girl's bathroom, came over and, you know, like took me into an embrace and started making out with me. And he was very turned on. So he then pushes me up against the wall and we're making out more. Then he picks me up. And so my back's still up against the wall, but now my legs are around his waist. And he then continues to kind of grind on me. So he was grinding on me and then he was getting winded from holding me up against the wall and grinding at the same time. So then he took me over and put me on the sink top. And this is where we had an onlooker uh, look around the corner who was actually with the Naughty Events crew, or at least they were wearing one of the Mm -hmm. t-shirts. And he goes, I'm going to close this door for you guys and uh he's like oh no no dude like people can watch i don't care and and he's like no 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 you're not supposed to be doing this so i'm going to give you some privacy (laughs) like he wanted he was like looking out for us Mm -hmm. because we could have gotten kicked out of the bar if people could see all that so it was a nice thought uh and on the sink top he he lifted my shirt and managed to pull out one of my tits but the other one stayed confined <laughs> and uh you know he licked, licked my nipple and nibbled on it some and still you know we made out some more but ultimately when we initially embraced he put his hand down the back of my pants and squeezed my ass but he never those shorts penetrated so fucking hot Yes, I like those shorts. They're very comfortable, that, too. I'm telling you, I am so happy you bought so many colors of those because I am a huge fan. Well, I knew it was going to be hot in uh, New Orleans, and I was looking for some cute little booty shorts, and we had tried, what, a million pairs of jean shorts, and I just could not find a pair that was comfortable and fit me the way I wanted them to fit me, and I just ended up ordering this, you know, little, um, like, they're, like, supposed to work out in them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked out in them, but not the way that I think they were intended for, but... <laughs> Uh, they're like, yeah, they're little booty shorts that you you know you wear to the gym, but they worked perfectly because they were that moisture wicking material, so I could sweat in them and it wasn't that bad. They still were breathable. I of course didn't wear any panties underneath mm. them either, so that was always pretty nice. So Easy I have to access. ask. So I have to ask. Had he stepped up to you and said what I suggested he say? Now, well, if he had told me that you had sent him, Mm -hmm. because honestly, the only thing in my head was how long we were being occupied in Mm -hmm. the bathroom. And I knew that obviously you saw him flirting with me out front. So I was like, well, there's a good chance he knows he's back here with me. And I didn't want to do anything like behind your back. Mm -hmm. I just, that was the only thing in my head was, and I know you would have been like, no, it's fucking hot. Why didn't you do it? It would have been infinitely hotter. But (laughs) I, had you, had he not told you that and you did it anyway. (laughs) Well, but you know, and that, but that's not what we're about. You know, it's about communicating and 
had I known that there was any idea that you had sent him back or that there was kind of an allowance for it, uh, I would have maybe gone a step further. However, I still wasn't sh- I, I don't know about yep. that sync top, though. <laughs> It would have been standing for sure. Yep. I don't think I would have. And, and that's the other right thing. Height. What's really weird is that there are a lot of bathrooms here without soap in them. I don't yeah. understand. That is surprising. I don't know if it's our takeover that like everybody's using up all the soap. But at one point there was a bathroom and there was even. They just opened. They should have plenty of soap. No soap dispensers on the wall at all. Like there's just no soap. They're just like, well, fuck it. Just rinse your hands off and be happy with it. But I- So... Those types of things a little bit disconcerting, but other than that. Shortly after that, because of the timing mix-up of the bar takeover, the time was very close to Kylie and Life of Spices panel. Yes. And we wanted to run over and support them for that because they came and supported came all and of supported us for the us. podcast panel. Yeah. And we got there just in time, mm-hmm. watched their panel. I thought they did a great job. I thought all four couples up there were phenomenal. It brought back a lot of memories for me about yeah. when I started and being 25, walking into the club for the first time with everybody being in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. The challenges that they face and things that people say to them and that I remember being in that. But yeah. at the same time, I also remember all of the amazing friendships that I built. Yeah. That, I mean, there's people in their 60s, 70s now that I was friends with back then that I'm still Facebook friends with. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to be part of. I identified with several things that one of the panel members talked about. She was very well spoken in the things she said and just hit on multiple levels for me. Uh, struck me very emotional. Like I uh, came, I was moved to tears a couple of times when she was talking and I was like, what the heck is happening? Why am I crying right now? Like, <laughs> this is weird. But that's kind of been this weekend. It right? has I been mean, a very emotional week. It's been such an intense amount of different types of feelings and t- different types of validations that it's like, I never knew I needed the validation that I've gotten this weekend that I have gotten this weekend. Mm -hmm. And it just, I mean, if there's nothing else comes out of this weekend, if we had not played with a single person, I would have still walked away from this experience so happy just to have felt that I am a part of this amazing community that's just really been so uplifting and validating. I love every bit of it. I I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we were surrounded by 2,800 people that felt very similar ways to what we feel. Yeah. And we're so welcoming. I'm telling you, you can't walk down the hall in this place without somebody stopping you. Hi, how are you? Yeah. It it took us 10 minutes to walk down the hall to an elevator one day because we just ran into person after person after person. We're just exchanging pleasantries and just talking. And the elevator rides are fantastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's been incredible in that sense. And you're right. The whole weekend has just been incredibly emotional. Just really proud to be part of that. We finished the panel. Yep. We have about an hour before an interview that we have to do. And Nick and Elizabeth are at a bar down the street. And we're like, you guys do anything for food? They said, let's go get chicken. (laughs) So we ran and got brother's chicken, which was phenomenal. It was really good. Ate it in the lobby, people watching. And (laughs) so many people stopped. Oh, that smells so good. Yeah. (laughs) Where's that? Where's that from? Headed upstairs and did an interview. A great interview. Uh, Yeah. I'm really looking forward to editing that one. It was really fun. So eye-opening, too. Yeah. Then then there was an industry meet and greet, and we went to that. People were introducing us to other people left and right, and yeah. just trying to grow the community and share, and all the people that 
took the time to do that and took the time to talk, I thought were incredible. To see this community growing the way it is and everyone in this community wanting to be part of this community and working to help grow this community, it's something that I think we're both incredibly proud to be part of. When we set out to do the podcast, on my end of things, I we, we were just putting out our fun stories that were our own and then also getting out whoever else wanted to tell their story. Mm-hmm. And we felt like we could give them a platform to do that and we would also have fun doing it. And while we're continuing to have fun doing these things, we're learning about a community within a community, essentially, because we have the lifestyle swingers and every and all this ethically non-monogamous umbrella over us. But then within that, we have found these other people in the lifestyle who are trying to get out there and get the word out about their thing within the lifestyle. So there's the kink community is becoming very vocal. And we've talked to several sexual therapists here, you know, while we've been here that want to get the word out about, you know, what they have to say and their angle on things. It's been so great to sit amongst these people and know that we all have this one goal and it's that we all love what we do so much. We all have found something about being ethically non-monogamous that is just so fantastic that we don't want to keep our mouth shut anymore. We just want to share it with the world because we're so happy about it and we love it so much and it's brought us so much joy that we just wanted to bring other people joy. It's been great to be amongst people with that same goal, you know, and people who feel that and they say, yeah, absolutely. Like, we would love to be on your podcast. We would love to get the word out about us or vice versa. We say to them, we'd love to do anything we can to help you get your word out because we support it. We're not into too many kink things. There's a couple things I like, but I don't know a whole lot about the kink community, but I'm absolutely 100% willing. But it's just so fantastic that even though we all come from these kind of different walks of the lifestyle or the ethically non-monogamous or consensually non-monogamous lifestyles, we all come with the same goal. Two people that were also incredibly phenomenal this weekend were Dominus and Mixon from the Dom Experience podcast. Mm-hmm. They incredibly nice, talked to us every Super chance we sweet. got. Yeah. Also very sexy. Yeah. Oh my God. Both of them. She is fucking stunning. Yes, she is. Every, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Following that party, Nick and Elizabeth texted us, hey, we're going to the comedy show. You want to come? Of course. We're not, we're not one to pass up a comedy show, so <laughs> we run we down and enjoy that. When we turn down the comedy show, yeah. That was a good time, and then it was time to go up and change for- Last party. The last party. And we went upstairs, put on our Mardi Gras outfits. Mardi Gras. And by the time we got downstairs, they were getting ready to announce the king and queen of the Mardi Gras party and of Naughty Nolens this year. Yeah. And I am so happy we got there when we did, because we walked in just as they announced that the Accidental Swingers and Swinky Life polycule of Marina, Tristan, Phoenix, and Crimson were announced as the two kings and two queens. Yeah. Originally, I just assumed this was all, okay, everybody knew, but it turned out this was a complete surprise to them Yeah, and how emotional they got. 
was super sweet and they deserve every bit of it they have been nothing short of phenomenal to everyone this weekend yes i couldn't applaud more the effort that they put into building this community and sharing their story and helping this community grow and open up to anybody that wants to be a part of it yeah Without a shadow of a doubt, they deserve to be recognized, and we are so happy that they got to be. Yes, and happy we got to meet them and be a part of this with them. Yes. Then we hung out and danced some more. Of course. (laughs) And next thing you know, we look around, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, this place is pretty empty. Yeah, it was clearing out. Pretty fast, but there was initially the rule that the playrooms were going to shut down early. So I think a lot of people had already anticipated that, had cleared out earlier on to take advantage of the playrooms before they closed. However, they then announced that they were extending the hours of the playrooms tonight so that they would not be closing early, which was, of course, a nice surprise. Yes. So we got to dance a a little longer than we (laughs) initially thought we would. So we decide to, all right, I say, <laughs> I say to Nick and Elizabeth, hey, do you guys want to go to the playrooms? I think she was walking and before you Elizabeth even. said, yes, I do. <laughs> and starts walking high speed. We'll get into why in a little bit. Yeah. We walk out the door and we see Tristan Marina, Crimson and Phoenix mm-hmm. getting ready to take a picture. And I say, you know what? No, we need a picture with them for this night. That This is, this is too important not to get a picture with them. Yeah. So we took a quick picture with them and as we were walking towards the elevator we ran into kylie and tess from ncsf and got a chance to meet tess which was great because she is super nice beautiful eyes too but <laughs> let her know hey anything we can do to help we are happy to do so we're already coalition members but anything we can do to put the word out we're happy to do it because we completely support what they're all about yeah and they are also part of helping to grow this community Yeah. It was great to meet her. And then into the elevator and up the change and then back down to the playrooms. Two days in a row of an incredibly busy day. (laughs) (laughs) I think we better stop here and pick up the rest tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.